Beloved, this is the hour before the wedding. This is where we're at in history as we begin to move towards the Lord's return. It is the hour before the wedding. I use this analogy a lot in the Romans 911 teachings, but when the bride walks down the aisle, she's just beautiful and all the glory is upon her. But the hour before, beloved, this is where we're at. So often, the hour before a wedding, it's a mess. There's last minute panic. And the body is a mess. We must be honest with ourselves. Take, like Nehemiah wanting to rebuild the walls, take an honest look at where the body is because the Father, if we look at John 17 as a pattern for the glory to come, if the Father needs love and unity to send the fullness of His glory. And I think we could see that pattern uh, throughout Yeshua's heart cry prayer in 17, John 17. Then we must take an, a real honest look at where the church is so that love and unity can be rebuilt in us. Remember, beloved, judgment begins in the house first. And as these shakings have begun, it's not only in the world, it's in the church. Uh, religion is being shaken. The world is being shaken. What did Yeshua say? Beware the yeast of the Pharisees and of Herod. And these are the things I believe the Lord is going after to expose them so that the ecclesia, the body, may arise during this hour. So here we are, the hour before the wedding. And you know, we've spent the last several podcasts at the beginning and of launching and introducing the Romans 911 project. We've kind of spent many of the sessions sort of introducing the whole message, laying the foundation for it. Now we're going to begin to go deeper and we're starting uh, a new series based around the hour before the wedding. So before I begin these sessions, please allow me to address these issues of separation and disconnection in the body because they're delicate. So the reason for talking about them and delving into them at the beginning, now we've, we've kind of laid the foundation and, and introduced the whole concept of Romans 911, is that these issues need to be brought into the light, beloved, so that we can properly deal with them. There's no condemnation in Yeshua, but if these influences are affecting us, shouldn't we want to take a deeper look at them? And they must also lay the foundation for us to accept and more readily embrace this reconnection message, which is so needed as a result of many of these obstacles and issues that are in the body that need to be removed. But 
simply put, there's just so much for us to gain from this reconnection message that far outweighs anything else. And to delve into these issues adequately, I need to be very open, honest, and direct. I need to share my thoughts and heart as a Jewish believer from the Messianic perspective regarding how Jews and Gentiles have been impacted as a spiritual family. And so in these next several podcasts, I do ask you for the liberty and the love to express myself from this viewpoint in the hope of helping those of us from the Gentile side of the family, God's children from the nations, to more fully understand and grasp these most sensitive, delicate issues. In a sense, we need to dig up the past to unravel it and break off any negative influences that might still be upon us, actually, that the enemy has sowed into us that really, at this point, need to be exposed so they can be removed. I really believe this is the Father's plan to plow in our hearts and minds and remove anything that is not of the Lord so that we can get a fresher, cleaner download to move into this time and be properly prepared as the bride of Mashiach, the bride of Christ. This is my goal in helping us to realize and fulfill our destinies during these last days. And my hope and prayer is that you will take this journey with me and walk with me through many of these issues and begin to identify them more clearly and learn how they've actually affected us and how the devil is still using them against us, against God's family. Beloved, it is time for the enemy and his craftiness to be fully exposed. And it's important to point out that we are not complete as a body. The church is not complete. Israel is not complete until the broken off branches. These are Jewish souls yet to be saved, both from the Orthodox and secular communities, until they are restored and the full harvest from the nations has come in. This is what we're talking about here. This is the chapter that is opening. This is the door, the gateway, the passageway the Lord is beginning to lay before us for the last great harvest, for the end time power, and for Israel's salvation. But none of this, beloved, is going to come without our involvement, without agreement from the earth going up to heaven, that heaven's power would be released. This is the final mystery in the family that the Apostle Paul wrote about in Romans 11, 25, that we are not to be ignorant about. And this restoration, reconnection, and realignment will complete the family and ready us for the Lord's coming. So, beloved, be 
because of the sensitives and delicacies of these issues, we will be playing this introduction before each of the teachings. So if you've heard it once or twice, please feel free just to fast forward. Beloved, today we're going to talk about why God's restoration must be completed in us, or at least the greater remnant in the church, the, the sheep that know his voice. Why this restoration in love and unity must be completed so that the Father can actually send the fullness of the glory on us. And so I, I want uh, to help with this. I want to take a step back and give somewhat of a, a, a broader view to, to lead us into this. And, you know, one of Robert Heidler's books really puts this best. Uh, it's from uh, The Messianic Church is Arising. And um, I'm actually expounding on this with, with Robert's permission and blessing. And God's process of restoration really, we know, began uh, with the Reformation in the 16th century. And there he restored the Bible and the doctrine of salvation, the printing press. Uh, the word started to be mass produced and the word went out and it began to change people as they, they started to discover the depths of the word for themselves. And he began to establish a desire for the holiness in the 18th century. Now, I'm, I'm speaking generally broad here. He restored the gifts of the Holy Spirit in the 20th century. John Wimber uh, was greatly responsible. His teachings were amazing. I went to many of those conferences back in the 80s. Wow, that really put a, a, a stamp of God's holy gifts on my life. And in this present day, the 21st century, he is restoring his apostolic roots, which are the foundations of the church through this reconnection and fivefold governing focus. This is composed of both branches of the faith being perfected in the one new man between. Jewish and Gentile believers. And I believe that this is the final piece, coupled with the, the reformations of God, uh, really taking the church out of the influences of, uh, of Babylon and all that's connected to that, um, as we will begin to see in, in these future years as the Lord really begins to reform his church and prepare us for his coming. Beloved, we know the darkness is increasing, but the light must arise. And so God has plans to move through us, in us, to stir us and make us ready. And remember in Revelations 19, 7, it says the bride has made herself ready. So that kind of puts the onus on us. There's a responsibility God is calling all believers to at this time that we really need to enter into. Without these elements, beloved, 
we will lack the greater authority that we're going to need to move in this time. So we must begin to look deeper into all aspects of this restoration and reform that the Holy Spirit is bringing us into personally, but also corporately for the church. And so consequently, we must reconnect. Uh, as I've already stated in the reconnection teachings, there's no substitute for this message, not only to aid in Israel's awakening, but also to prepare us for a messianic kingdom here on the earth in which we are inextricably linked with and through Israel. And this includes Jewish believers. Now that God is moving upon Israel and beginning to awaken her. Beloved, it is time for the one you man to be restored. Can I be really honest? You know, I need to be to, to discuss some of these things um, to really take us deeper. But think about it for a moment. With all due respect to, to God's children from the nations and the Gentile church, we must come to learn that an awakened Israel is not supposed to be grafted back into the Gentile part of the olive tree, but rather, as Romans 11 reads, needs to be grafted back into its own olive tree. I think the, the, the scripture says into the natural branches as Paul describes to us in this chapter in Romans 11. The olive tree was Jewish from the beginning and remains so during the expansion of the ecclesia, the church, during the first several centuries. And if we're willing to accept it, the Jewish branches now on the tree are beginning to reemerge through the messianic movement and the many thousands of Jewish believers who are coming to faith in the church. Please note that there are more Jewish souls that have come to Messiah over the past 50 years since Israel took back possession of Jerusalem in 1967 than in the past 1900 years put together. What's more, spiritual reconnection prepares and unites us for a messianic kingdom upon the earth whose authority will go out from Israel through Mashiach, through Christ, into the nations to represent its commonwealth. Beloved, the church is not a separate entity from Israel, and it has not replaced her. Rather, it is intrinsically linked to her in more ways than we know at present. And this act alone, as we do reconnect, will make it a whole lot easier for Jewish believers to return to God because they will be returning to their own faith and not to a foreign or disconnected one 
that has been presented through the church up to this point in time and was actually used to persecute them instead of loving them. We must come to understand that the ancestral church fell prey to the enemy's schemes regarding the Jewish people and they were used to persecute them. This fact still weighs heavily upon the Jewish psyche and generational bloodline, which I have written about extensively in my first book, The New Covenant Prophecy, something that we, as we begin to improve our Jewish witness, we really need to understand because it will enable us to use different wording and terminology to help build bridges for them to return to the natural branches. And this is an essential part, actually, of our witness and evangelism, when the Lord actually opens the door for us to share Yeshua with them. Due to the church's disconnection from its roots and heritage in its thinking and viewpoint, it's been Gentile for so long that even now in this time of Israel's spiritual awakening, Israel's spiritual regathering from a hundred different nations, millions and millions of Jews being brought back to the land and restored to the land physically, the reemergence of the Jewish branches of faith and especially Jewish believers seems so foreign and alien for Christians, Gentile Christians to even contemplate. And when you think about it, it's similar to the Jewish people of Jesus' time who couldn't fathom that God would reach out to the Gentiles, even though it was written in Scripture, right? Despite the clear teachings in the Word of God. But the same is true today. There was a judgment and a dispersion. But the restoration of Israel is clear in Scripture and not just to restore the Jews to the land, but for the breath of God to be released. And beloved, this is where we're at. And the call the Lord is leading us into to have partnership with Him, to enter into reaching the Jewish people for Yeshua. You know, we've come full circle in our understanding of each other when it comes to Jew and Gentile in the family of God. And it's just so interesting to, to see the mirror image here between us in our humanity as we are moving closer to these family mysteries. Indeed, in these days, we need to have the hearts and spirits of our founding apostles who, after recognizing the Holy Spirit's awakening to God's other children in the nations, his other sheep, they did everything they could in their power to make that transition easy when it came to loving and blessing their Gentile family into the faith, accepting them as their own. And it's no surprise then that the modern church today is 
in need of this restoration and reconnection, and that our current view of the ecclesia, the church, is quite different from its intended state or its origins that Yeshua created at the cross and the resurrection. Beloved, join us next week as we move deeper into this unpacking this journey. Uh, and, and remember, let, let me end with this. We don't bring up the past with any condemnation. There's no condemnation in Yeshua. But if past influences are still playing an effect and have had an effect on our bloodline, which Romans, the Romans 911 project truly brings to light, the, the strategy here, before we can see more clearly, the, the enemy's influences need to be exposed. And so stay with me here. It's sensitive and delicate, but there's no condemnation. We're touching on the past so that the Father can release his mercy and clean his up. And how does Paul end his dissertation on Israel and the church? For God has given all of us over to disobedience, that he may have his mercy on us all. This is Romans 11.32, and this is how Paul ends his teaching here, because maybe he knew the challenges that were ahead, and certainly the Holy Spirit did, that God's mercy would be released to wash us of any influences that the enemy has been able to sow and use against us. And, and that's the heart of where we're at. It, this is that we're, we're drilling down for our good and our healing so that we can be prepared for a renewing of our thinking as we enter into this time and understand the significance now as Israel awakens of reconnecting to our believing Jewish body in love and unity and restoring the fullness of that one new man, that the glory of God would be released from the Father. Until next week, beloved, may the God of Israel richly bless you. Lots of love in Yeshua. Thank you, Grant, for that insightful discussion. To dialogue with Grant and Halley, please send comments and questions to email at romans911.org. Again, that's email at romans911.org. If you resonate with the Romans 911 Project, please pray about partnering with us to bring this reconnection message to the threshold of the church. Sign up for our monthly email. Join our global virtual meetings with other believers to dialogue and pray together. And most important, read the Romans 911 book, Time to Sound the Alarm, and view the Romans 911 study guide, 12 to 14 hour video teachings, which are free when you purchase the study guide. The Romans 911 books and teachings are transformational into God's end time plans to prepare the bride and reform the church. They help to create the breakthrough that will change the world. The reconnection message is like a golden key from the heart of the Father to restore love and unity in God's family that opens the door to the fulfillment of Yeshua's prayer in John 17. 
and it establishes the pathway for the body of Messiah, the body of Christ, to receive the greater glory. But this reconnection message in the one new man has been hidden during the church age in the mystery to reawaken Israel to faith and is only just now coming to light. That's why we need your help to fund this project, to bring the message forth, to help us blow the holy shofar, to awaken the greater church into this restoration. Now is the time. Would you pray to give Chai, to give life to the reconnection, to reach the church and the messianic body and help unite the family of God? To fund the Romans 911 project, we have created the Give Chai Life Campaign. Chai is a Hebrew word meaning life, but it also represents the number 18. And for just one Chai, $18 a month, you can make a difference. Please be prayerful about this. We can't do this without precious saints like yourself who are beginning to get this revelation to help us bring this message before the church. For more information on the Romans 911 project, please visit our website at romans911.org. It's easy to remember, romans911.org. Please also subscribe to the Romans 911 project wherever you listen to podcasts at the end. <laughs>